And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding. Happy Friday morning. We had an absolutely bonkers night for you in the association. My name is Jared Weiss. I am joined by Law Murray, the athletic clipper writer. This morning, what's going on, Law? What's up, Jared? It's the end of April, man. Oh, yeah. This, oh, my God. It's already the end of April. That's not good. I got a lot of work I have to get done. Okay, thanks for reminding me. So the NFL draft happened last night. And honestly, that was not the biggest story in sports because we had one of the most improbable performances in NBA history, which is Kevin Porter Jr. coming off of like one of the worst games of his career, coming off of getting punished by the league for violating COVID protocol. He ends up being the youngest player in NBA history to have 50 points in 10 assists in a game. He's only 20. The record that he beat was LeBron James, who is good, maybe as good as Kevin Porter Jr. LeBron was 23 when he did it. He's three years younger than when the possible GOAT did it. And just to connect all these dots, did it against the team that drafted him in the Bucks, who then traded him to Cleveland and then does it to beat the record of the great legend from Cleveland after basically getting kicked off the team in Cleveland. I mean, this redemption story has so many angles to it, Law. It's going to take us a few minutes just to peel it all back. Last week, we were talking about, uh, you know, the Rockets are eliminated. And you look at their James Harden replacement right down to the Southpaw. <laughs> and James hadn't hit 50 points all season for the Rockets or the Nets. This was just an incredible performance against, forget the Bucks, like, like Drew Holiday. We all know the defensive chops that he had. Drew had an incredible game himself, but, I mean, to be upstaged like that was incredible. So shout out to Kevin Porter Jr. You see that a guy like him who can get to his spots, if he has that three going, because that's the key. You know, I think the free throws is like, yeah, he can get to the line. And he can make plays. I think we all saw that. But 9 out of 15 threes is not really something that was a part of Kevin Porter Jr.'s profile. Like, if he can do that on, like, a every other month basis, that's going to be scary. Dude should be a, what, junior in college this year? That's crazy. Shout out to Seattle. Taking 15 threes in a game was very much on the scouting report for KPJ. Hitting, nine of them was not. I think my favorite just like box score feat is when you score double the amount of shots that you took in the game. And so he took 26 shots, scored 50 points, pretty much got there at that point. That's like insane efficiency when you can do that. What I love about his game is the way he kind of glides through the paint. I mean, the James Harden comparison, it actually works in that they, the way that they move on the floor, their kind of like physical style does have some similarities to it. He's so much fun to watch when he's really on his game just because of the way he can kind of like dance through the paint with these kind of awkward time floaters, had to step back three going. I mean, it really was a good James Harden impression. Kevin Porter Jr., he loves his handle. I remember watching him in the Drew League and... 
he will put on a show. Like that's Seattle shadow. That's not random. I mean, Jamal Crawford gave him his props tonight and we all saw what Jamal Crawford could do. Jamal's his real last game in the NBA was a 50 boy. So you see the influence. He's going to be fun to watch. And he's someone that I'm rooting for just because he's gone through quite a bit and he just has to keep it together and he's going to really make his mark in his league. It's great to see when somebody's able to get things on track. I mean, whatever whatever happened in the past, it's just great to see that he's able to fulfill his potential. And hopefully he becomes an efficient scorer. And I mean, the guy always had top 10 talent, basically. I mean, I thought he was going to be a lottery pick halfway through that year at USC. But then, you know, some of the off-the-court concerns came up. And it turned out to make sense in the end. But he was great. And uh, other guys that deserve shout-outs in this game. Christian Wood, 31 points for him. Kelly Olynyk, 24 and 13 and four dimes. Kelly's been good. He's been really good. DJ Wilson against his former team. He had 15 points and 12 boards. He went five, for, uh, I'm sorry, three for five from deep. He looks really good, especially earlier in this game. The thing with a game like this can do for you if you're Houston is, you know, you got bid on that Harden trade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and and in turn, the Oladipo trade, like they didn't get a whole lot. They welcomed PJ Tucker back. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see what kind of pieces they have, but like they have some, they have a pretty nice foundation in terms of unheralded guys. They probably need one or two more guys who who are established or have a little bit more of a blue chip to them. But they've got a framework as far as what they want to do. And Steven Silas is, is, a, is a good dude. I think if he can get through a season like this, he can get through whatever the rebuilding Houston is going to be like for them. The real story here for Milwaukee, besides losing to the Rockets, is that Giannis went down with an ankle sprain uh, like 30 seconds into this game. We don't know as of recording yet what the prognosis is, but obviously this is kind of like a DEFCON 5 situation. He came into the game on the injury report with with that ankle sprain, and he was a relatively quick rollout. And at the same time, like the Bucks have been really cautious with him down the stretch. Like he missed a ton of games already this spring uh, with some knee soreness. The Bucks are in an interesting position because they're third in the East. They're really no threat to fall. And at the same time, they're now three games behind a Philadelphia team that while they swept like three games with not even three whole weeks left in the season, that's a pretty tough to climb. And so the Bucks are probably as locked in as you can be to a spot. And we all know Milwaukee knows how to play well with Giannis either inactive or on the bench. So they are in position to take their time with him. Um, I know what that's kind of like with the team that I cover. This is not the time of the year for them to chase wins. It, they they need him for when the playoffs start. So it's an ankle sprain. Put some dirt on it. He'll be all right. <laughs> oh, well, uh, our Eric Neymar. Put some tussing on it. <laughs> there, there you go. Yeah, so uh, Eric Neymar, Bucks writer, he, he put out a quote from Mike Budenholzer saying, I think we're hopeful that it's not serious. We'll see how he responds to treatment tonight, treatment tomorrow. Get an update at some point tomorrow. Uh, that quote is from last night, so tomorrow being Friday. So hopefully we'll get some good news because there is nobody in the league that wants to see the Bucks without Giannis. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. The Nets beat the Pacers 130-113. to KD was back, and he had 42 on 16 for 24 shooting with 10 dimes. I mean, holy crap, this was an unbelievable night in the association. But KD is a little bit less surprising when he has a 40-10 game. It's nice to have a reminder game, and I don't even think he was the Brooklyn Net with the most impressive line. I mean, Alizé Johnson was in health and safety protocols and then comes out with 20 and 21 off the bench against his old team. How's that for a revenge game? We had revenge games everywhere. For Alizé Johnson, was, wasn't was he on a two-way? Yeah, uh, or either that or a 10-day. Yeah, that's right. Wow, unbelievable story. I mean, he's been so important for them, and they continue to win. Kyrie's out for this one. Harden's still out. This Nets team just kind of seems invincible. The biggest thing is they have so much talent. It's just a matter of who's going to click and if they play just enough defense. And against the Pacers, the Pacers have been really bad defensively, and that's been disconcerting. So it's nice to, again, it's nice to see Durant get that that reminder game. It's like, oh, I can still do this to you. Well, the Pacers were starting Edmund Sumner, O'Shea Brissett, and Jakar Sampson in this game. Uh, Turner's out. Sabonis is out. They're a little bit depleted. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, only 12 minutes. But Karis LeVert, 36 points against, guess what? Former team. Revenge game. Next game up, Dallas beats Detroit 115-105. to You'll never guess it, folks. Another 40-point game. This time, it's Tim Hardaway Jr. Fill it in for Luka, who was out in this one. An unbelievable shooting performance by this guy. And a really clutch three to basically kind of give them that edge at the end of the game to end up clinching it. The six threes are nice from Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm most impressed that he got to the line 10 times. Like, dude's a jet. And it's nice that he showed some scoring chops in this one. He really needed it. Luca was out, which was planned, but Chris Asperzingis was only available for 20 minutes before leaving with right knee soreness. That's a huge concern for the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that really kind of puts a damper on the Hardaway performance because KP was out with ankle soreness and then comes back, and this knee that he had to leave the game for, this was the one that he had surgery on before. We've seen the story so many times of KP. I'm starting to get really nervous that this is kind of going to be his career, not career ending, but like his career is going to continue to be these injuries reoccurring, and I'm hoping it's something serious. Yeah, being that he's your number two guy, like it's almost like you wish THJ didn't have this 42-point game against Detroit. Like you're going to need that kind of random hot performance in a game that's going to really matter, especially if you're going to be in the same situation as you were last year. You go into the playoffs and you're not sure if KP can really finish a season, a, a series because of the knee issues or whatever else might come up on his 7-3 surgically repair frame at this point. Hopefully we get some good news there. Quick shout out to Isaiah Stewart. He had a 2010 game. 
most interestingly had a pair of uh, pick and pop threes there in the fourth quarter to make this a real tight one to see a brute force like that starting to become a pick and pop threat. That's really exciting. So hopefully he'll become a more well-rounded player and that draft pick could look pretty incredible a couple of years from now. Yeah. He's been really good. Sadiq Bay's been really good. They just need the top pick from that draft to come through. Killian Hayes, uh, it's good that he's playing, but a bit of a rough rookie season. Last game, kind of like a weird little tanking uh, battle here. We had the Wolves beating the Warriors 126 to 114. Andrew Wiggins facing his former club. D'Angelo Russell facing his former club. And if you may remember, when those two guys got swapped, then uh, Wolves promised to send their top three protected pick to the Warriors this year. And so Minnesota being the Warriors is really problematic. Yeah, and keep in mind that if that pick, if, if the Wolves win the lottery, then Golden State's going to get the 2022 pick anyway. So a really interesting set of circumstances. Minnesota, they have the longest win streak <laughs> In the league right now, longest current active win streak at four games. I mean, they beat the Jazz twice this week. The Warriors have something to play for, unless you ask Draymond Green. And, like, just an incredible performance by uh, Ricky Rubio. I want to give him a shout-out. He actually led the Wolves in scoring tonight. Not Towns, not Ant, not D'Lo. Ricky Rubio, 2009. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, you know what's funny? Steph Curry had 37 points and 8 assists in this game. I didn't even think it was that good of a game for him, honestly. So that that's where Steph's at at this point. Uh, crazy fact from this one, the Wolves had 68 rebounds. I, I don't think I've ever seen a number that high, at least in my years covering the league. So that that's pretty wild. All right, we're going to have to end it there. Thank you to Law Murray. Thank you to producer extraordinaire Brian Smith out there on the ones and twos. Thank you to all of you for listening. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts on the Athletic Podcast Network because we have no dunks. We have House of Strauss. Plus, we have the Athletic NBA show, which has programming every single day, and it's pretty good. And, of course, we have all of our team pods. So be sure to go subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash ding. Thank you for waking up with us. Let's see if Law gets it this time. What do you say, Law, at the end of the show? (laughs) I missed my cue. (laughs) Ding, ding.